I'm Michelle White, bringing you seven years of clinical experience in gut-focused therapy. Thanks for joining me on Happy Inside, the podcast where we talk about the behavioral and psychological aspects of gut disorders. Everything that no one else is talking to you about is happening here. If your symptoms are a result of a stressful event, or if your symptoms now cause you some form of distress, then you're in the right place. Thought processes, emotions and behaviours can all exacerbate symptoms, which is the very thing you don't want, so I'm here to help you change that. You can follow Happy Inside on Facebook and post your comments and questions there to engage me in conversation. You can subscribe to Happy Inside on Apple Podcasts, where you can also rate and review the podcast. If one-on-one support is right up your alley, then the Happy Inside program is for you in the Sydney Clinic or via Skype. If not, you can purchase the Happy Inside iPhone app, and if you already own it, don't forget to review and rate it on the App Store. All these details can be found at happyinside.com.au. I can talk about today's topic till the cows come home. Today's episode is all about social media, what it was designed for, how we engage with it, how it controls us and what we can do to reconnect with ourselves. So let's start with connection. Social media was designed to connect people far and wide and we can clap our hands in congratulations because it's achieved that. What it didn't expect to achieve was disconnection from ourselves, from others, from community, from social and communication skills. We have more devices and apps to connect us, yet we're even more disconnected than ever. And just look up and around you when you're at the shopping centre or the bus stop or even a cafe or restaurant. People have an empty space between them, a third wheel in the relationship, phones that have become so commonplace that real connections are being lost. It's not good enough anymore to receive your meal and admire and coo over it with the person across from you. We need more. We must take a photo and share it with thousands of people so that they too can coo over it from such a distance that they can't even smell or taste it like the person who's right in front of you. What's missing is the real joining of experience with the person you're with. It's right there. That's where the joy is. Not in checking your phone 29 times throughout the meal to see who's liked the photo of the dinner that you're sharing with a real human being. When did we allow this to be acceptable behaviour? Now, I live in Sydney, not overly far from the famous and beautiful Bondi Beach. And every year in winter, there's an outdoor ice skating rink that's installed at the beach. Now, for anyone who doesn't know Bondi, let me set the scene for you. Winter in Sydney is usually... It doesn't drop below about 12 degrees Celsius during the day. So it's 53 degrees Fahrenheit. And the average winter temperatures are around 16 degrees. It's often still sunny and there's clear blue skies. There's no snow boots happening over here. 
So I was over at Bondi and I enjoyed a nice lunch with my loved ones. And then we strolled over to get a closer look at this ice skating anomaly at the beach. And here's what I saw. People were on their phones in ice skates that they'd paid a small fortune to hire, trying to stay upright. They were either thumbing through their phones or taking photos of other people. But while they were doing whatever it was that attached them to their phones, they were completely missing the moment. It makes me feel sad for the general lack of awareness. See... This is exactly what happens first. We spend so much time on those little screens that we lose awareness and ability to notice what we're doing, how it's affecting us and those around us. So we therefore aren't in a position to make a conscious choice about our use of technology and social media. Now, social media has its place. It can be useful and it's fun and it helps connect us with others, but it has a limit and it can't replace true connection. And Brené Brown, she's the mother of connection and gives her definition as this. Connection is the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard and valued, when they can give and receive without judgment and when they derive sustenance and strength from the relationship. So let me ask you this. Do you feel seen, heard and valued when you're in a conversation with someone and they pull out their phone to check Facebook or take a photo of their own meal? Or when they turn their gaze from your eyes to their screen? Do you derive true sustenance and strength from the photos on Instagram Or do you just feel like your life is lacking and you're left with a yearning for something else, a feeling that what you have or do is not enough? I'll even go out on a limb here and say that some people, especially the younger generation that grew up with technology, may not even know what it feels like to really be seen, heard and valued. And when you wake up in the mornings, do you notice how you feel? Do you nurture what you need and set up your intentions for the day? Or do you just grab your phone and check your notifications? Your being is so absorbent when you first wake. What you invite in at that time can set the tone for your day. And the best way to ensure you get this right is to create it for yourself. We're so entwined in this sticky web of social media. It takes a conscious choice to first be aware of how we engage with it, what harms or heals us, then to purposefully take steps towards our own well-being. Now, don't worry about what everyone else is doing. This is part of the stickiness, the comparison and the fear of missing out. Those people aren't living your life. They don't have your experiences and you're not living theirs. Only you can know what's right for you. I'll give you an example from my Happy Inside Facebook page. The only social media I utilize for Happy Inside is Facebook. Using all the platforms totally sucks hours from my week to maintain them. So I ask myself this question, 
what am I doing it for? What's the purpose? And do I really mark my success by having an online following? No. I mark my success by the presence I provide in consultations, the insights that then present themselves and the outcome for those clients. That's how I know I'm giving of myself well. What I've discovered over the years is this. If I'm attempting to write content for social media and keep up with companies who've dedicated staff to do that for them, then my presence becomes diluted and I don't give the best of myself in person where I feel it matters most. Social media has its place. People like it. I like it to some extent. I use it. However, I don't encourage it. I don't want you to be glued to your screen, so I'm not going to draw you there frequently. I use Facebook for Happy Inside just to post these podcasts and the odd thought or story that's relevant. It means that the page is not very popular and you'll probably miss some of the posts too, but I'm okay with that. I want you to be living a much more fulfilled life than I can offer you through anything I post. I was having a conversation with a client a few weeks ago about mobile phones. She was saying that she's at the whim of her phone for 18 hours a day and she hadn't realized that she could in fact make a choice about that. There's that lack of awareness. She made some decisions that day in that consultation about what she would do differently and the following week she returned and told me about her successes. I was really happy for her. What she did was this. She stopped apologizing when she didn't reply to a phone call or a text straight away. She didn't turn her phone on for the first hour of her morning and she only checked social media once a day. The result? She felt more space in her life, more available time. Now show me one person who isn't craving for more of that. Social media and our phones disconnect us. And the gravest disconnection is the one from ourself. And this is even more dire when your body is using symptoms to scream for attention. So next time you pick up your phone, it's worth asking these questions. What am I looking for? What am I seeking? How would it feel if I didn't reach for my phone right now? Is there something I'm avoiding or distracting from? What do I really want for myself? And can my phone give it to me? Has it ever given it to me? Here's some small steps you can take to see what life has to offer with less phone and social media time. Turn your phone off when you go to bed. Don't take your phone to your bedroom. Keep your phone off for the first one or two hours of your morning and enjoy that space. Keep your phone in your bag rather than on your body. Turn off all notifications so they don't tempt you or make demands on you. Leave your phone at home when you go out for a meal with your partner. Have a no phone agreement with your friends when you catch up. Or like in our house, regularly we have no phone Sundays. It's so liberating. 
Start small. Try something for yourself that feels achievable for you, something that you can succeed at. Then commit to it for seven days. And don't make an assessment until the end of those seven days. Have a look at what you experience, what, what space and what else you brought into your life without your phone. It's a good starting point. I've tried so many strategies over the years. Some of them I keep and some of them I completely fall on my face with or I'm not able to uphold. Sometimes I fall off the wagon too. I'm human just like you. But it's an ongoing choice. It's something that I purposefully do each day. Some days I get it right, sometimes I don't. But the days that I don't are the days that I say to myself, this is why I try. So get on to the Facebook page. Leave your comments. I want to hear about your tips, what you've tried before, how you've fallen on your face, what you keep reverting to, what you struggle with. These phones are so entwined. This social media is really in there. I want to hear what's happening for you. I'm Michelle White. Happiness starts on the inside. So join me on the next episode for all those conversations that foster a happy inside.